Welcome to Get Wisdom with your hosts, Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Imagine if God was a co-host. What if the historically rare ability to converse with God and get profound answers to questions has been rediscovered? What would God say to today's troubled world? Get Wisdom will share those answers. Now, here is Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Welcome to Get Wisdom. I'm Brian Kelly, along with Get Wisdom founder and director, Carl Mollison. This week, we're going to investigate a, uh, an important topic that I think a lot of people have wondered about. Um, even atheists have probably wondered about this at times. So it's a good one to dive into, asking for and getting signs from heaven. Yes, this is something that comes up again and again because things do happen to people. People look for things, signs from the divine as they go about in their daily affairs. There are still many people who pray and their prayer might be answered in the form of a message that is kind of distinguishable for them at least. And it's it's interesting how it works because it's never so big and awe-inspiring that it's something that can't be criticized. This is something that's hard for people to understand and accept, but the divine cannot prove its existence because that takes away the free will of the non-believer. Right. <clears throat> so the divine stays in the background. But for those who do have a spiritual connection and want to feel close to God, you can reach out and ask to have feedback, interactions, have a partnership. And we'll be talking about that and how to bring this about, make it work, make it happen. Indeed. There's a lot of material here, so we should get on with it. Yes, so, Carl, you asked Creator, will asking for signs of the divine presence be unanswered if belief is not strong enough, but always answered when belief is sufficient? Could this be a good way, not of guaranteeing proof for the existence of the divine, but serving as a diagnostic indicator of the need for cultivating stronger faith? Okay, well, that sounds a little complicated. <laughs> and I think yeah, the, the point is to, to listen to the answer here. But basically what we're saying is that people need to have belief in order for the divine to respond. And that's the biggest obstacle in this. Absolutely. If your belief is half-hearted, if it's uncertain, it's shaky, something may well not happen. But asking for signs is a simple thing that the divine can grant. And it's a great way to cultivate your belief. And there's nothing like seeing for yourself that something's out there by having something happen that you're asking to see as a convincer that you're being heard and listened to by the divine. And it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. So this is what Creator said through channeling in answer to this question. This is a very deep and perceptive and, and very deep perception of awareness and speaks to the strength of your spiritual development that you are seeing the issue in this way. It is very much the case that people who doubt cannot summon the miracle. It would be going against their free will to be disbelievers, to disprove their assumptions. So this precludes the divine realm from answering a request to see a sign of the divine in their life in some way. That is not to say that we cannot entice them or amaze them on occasion to get them thinking. But that is not quite the same thing. 
you are asking here to have something more personal and something recognizable as coming from beyond the self and beyond coincidence. On the other hand, many, many believers can fall short in making such requests also. It is much like the reality many prayers will not be answered fully because the one in prayer is doubting too greatly. And here it is not that they do not believe in a higher power, but doubt it's hearing them and having concern for them and is more disbelief in themselves. Both belief in the divine and in the self are needed for any divine action to occur in response to a request. So in that respect, your insight is quite correct. Rather than being proof God does not exist, an unanswered request to see some sign of divine presence is much more about the lack of preparedness of the requester and a reason to work on this activity to shore up what might be needed to fill the void. And then if signs appear, it will be a validation of their success in making gains, making improvements in their circumstances. This is worth striving for because so many things will come to those who are in divine alignment and who believe. Life will be easier and more rewarding. It is like any other capability that represents a potential strength, such as learning a trade or a skill or working to build something useful like one's dwelling or a career that will bring many rewards and security. Cultivating faith is no less important because this is the gateway to prosperity and the gateway to the infinite future being trouble-free. Having strong belief in the divine and in oneself is the hallmark of emotional health and personal integration, and its lack, a diagnostic indicator that something is missing, and there is work to be done to improve oneself to get back into better alignment. This will have many, many dividends. So while this issue of seeing a sign may seem to be a small token as a reward for being a spiritual being and focusing somewhat on that aspect of existence, It can have deep meaning for the health, inner balance, and potential future, and all it holds. So this is far from an empty, self-serving exercise. You know, the thing that really jumps off for me in this is cultivating faith in oneself. You know, when people think, you know, belief in God, and it's, it's said very clearly in this channeling that you also have to feel confident in yourself, worthy, you know, your own sense of self-worth is very important here, that you are worthy and have the ability to reach out and have a connection, a partnership with the divine. Because if you feel unworthy, that's going to work against any kind of interaction taking place. Well, more and more people these days fall into that category, and unfortunately. Yes. They become disenchanted with religion. Many have left formal uh, uh, congregations for worship and so on, and their prayer work is rusty and the belief is, is shrinking, and many are just so beaten down personally that they just don't feel like there's any hope for them as, as, a, as a person, and to get out of their messes that they're in, the hole that they dug for themselves, or whatever it might be. And that's a tough thing to 
address and get restored all at once. But you got to start somewhere. So mm-hmm. this is the way to start and ask for things. Yes. You ask creator, a client's granddaughter who died when she was nine was sent to the light with a light worker healing protocol, but came back around the anniversary of her death. She was called back by her parents and their, what, no, was she called back by her parents and their grief? And is this showing that spirits, even reaching the light, can come back? All right. And this is what creator says. This experiencing was accurately perceived. The spirit of the little girl was indeed visiting the parents. This need not seem alarming because it is not a bad thing. It is a blessed thing when there can be a perception of a loved one in this way. This is a special circumstance and is part of the karmic healing needed for the resolution of prior karmic issues necessitating her early departure from life. This was a divine mission for teaching purposes And the lesson, having been learned, can be resolved further with the help of her direct participation. That was why this was allowed to happen. Her return has brought comfort and will continue to do so. By making it known that the daughter still lives, this can begin further healing needed now to prepare the dose of medicine in its aftermath. That was a karmic rebalancing, but as you can appreciate, Many times a dire karmic circumstance in the rebalancing may lead to a series of events, each of which causes injury in some way and must as well be rebalanced. That is the case here. When the lesson to be learned is experiencing the loss of the child, understanding its true magnitude by experiencing the consequences directly will drive the lesson home, but does cause injury in the bargain. The injury is in part needed to rebalance things, but at some point it too must be brought back into a state of harmony with a return to upward progress. So it is the counterbalancing we speak of, and that is the purpose for the visitation. Such things happen many times by light beings coming back to assist their loved ones. These are the visitations people feel when there is someone touching their hair or there may be a smell reminding them of their loved one, or a thought in their head with the feeling that the loved one is nearby. This indeed is the case. They are receiving these impressions because of the physical proximity of that person's essence in spirit form. This is a more powerful way to project their reality to someone in the physical than to send a thought from the higher astral plane, which the person may or may not be able to tune into and perceive. These spirit visitations are therefore journeys with the purpose of healing and are very helpful to the living and form a karmic payback on the part of the spirit as well. And this helps them with their own karmic legacy. The dream visitations are similar that when this happens, the spirit of the person is in close physical proximity through an earthly visitation during this sleep time. It usually does not come as a message from the light per se. So this is another insight into how the divine realm works and is why people sometimes will see their loved one present in the room. It is because their spirit essence is indeed present and radiating energy to them to help them become aware 
and becomes a special gift indeed. I think the term special gift is kind of important here in the sense that gifts are, you're not owed a gift. You know, a gift is something that is is given to you freely, essentially without strings attached. Otherwise, it's something else. It's not a gift. So when we're talking this this whole episode is on asking for signs and getting signs and how to go about doing that. But you mentioned in the previous channeling, or Greater did that, um, the divine will occasionally do an outreach in response to a need and give you a bit of evidence that maybe you didn't ask for. And I think this is a perfect example of that. Yeah, I don't think these people were expecting their daughter would show up just because they were thinking of her around the anniversary of her early death. But this is what happened. And it's a good example of a a partnership that these parents had with the divine and were in sufficient standing that this could be arranged to take place. And it was quite a blessing indeed. This happens with many, as was said, with dream visitations. And it's it's just very, very common. People just assume they're dreams, right. but they're not. It's actually the mind interacting with and talking with their loved one who comes in through their subconscious mind. And it'll be a very vivid dream. It'll seem super real. And that is because it is real. It's not just a <laughs> fantasy that the right. person's making up. Yes, but you got to want it and you got to ask for it, typically. typically. You know, it all depends. But many times people do a series of prayers to get some sense that their loved one is okay or they're just very concerned and, you know, they're sending out love and hope for them to do well. And, and uh, the divine answers. Yes. U.S. Creator, can you tell us what truly happened with my client when she was desperately lonely and missing her mother who died young? And asked Crater for a sign she at least was being heard and felt something move the bed as if someone sat down beside her. Okay, this is what Creator says. This, in fact, was a visitation by the mother who was granted permission to come back into the earth plane to give her daughter encouragement. This was a true healing outreach in all respects because the level of the daughter's despair about her life which was very, very tragic, has left her in a state of depletion and near giving up hope altogether, having been quite dependent on her mother as the only person who ever treated her with any respect or love. Her mother, especially because she died at a young age, leaving her daughter to fend for herself, had a dual purpose for the visit. First and foremost, to reassure the daughter that her prayers are heard And Creator is listening and that, indeed, miracles can happen. And then secondly, to be the instrument for this purpose as a way to give it a special branding, a great personal significance, and also by participating personally, create some level of repayment for leaving her daughter to fend for herself and being unavailable to her, as well as having prior deficiencies because of personal problems making it impossible for her many times to be available to the daughter, to be nurturing, encounter the many adversaries bullying her. By dying young, she truly left a mess behind, and the visit was intended to help rebalance that. It is a beautiful illustration of the divine in action and how there is often 
a win-win-win for the one visited, the light being making the journey, and creator who truly delights in seeing the offerings of love that come back around in this way. Uh, Carl, we've got a couple minutes left before the break. Do you want to try to get this last question? No, it's, it, we don't have time. Let's just skip ahead uh, you know, when we resume. Okay, very good. Uh, I think, yeah, I think the, the key for people here is that this is a two-way street. You know, people often become very passive when it comes to spiritual matters. And this is partly the fault of the church, I have to say, you know, teaching people that they're weaklings, they're supplicants, they're sinners, and very undeserving is the message. And right. who who's going to feel confident reaching out to God and asking, you know, show me a sign, you know, like, yeah. who the hell are you to, you know, impose yourself and ask the Lord for something special like that. And and it's a completely wrong way of looking at it. Agree. And the Creator makes that point in these channelings, you know, that you have to have, you know, you have to have standing in your own right. You have to feel confident in your ability to make an outreach. And when you're beaten down like that and told you're a sinner and that you, you can't save yourself and that only by the mercy of God can you make it back, um, that goes against that very mandate, essentially. Yeah, absolutely. And the point that we teach in so many of the channelings, because we hear it over and over again from Creator, is that we need to make up for this big gap that is developed between us and the Almighty. It's there for many, many reasons, some of them quite dark and sinister. But, you know, this is the holiday season, so we're going to keep it light and uplifting today. <laughs> Do our best anyway. <laughs> you know, uh, but that's our token recognition that there's more serious matters to be worrying about. But we all have lives to live and things to do and important things to gain. And having a partnership with the divine is such a blessing. It helps me in so many ways. I, I just can't tell you. It is amazing the life that I lead because of that. And I see this with my clients. And when I recommend that they do this, you know, make a request, say a prayer and ask for you to be shown something that they're listening and they've got your back. And and it happens. It's yes. it's wonderful. It's a wonderful thing. You can do this too. Well, my life has certainly been led by the divine. That doesn't mean it's been easy. It doesn't mean that I haven't, you know, but you know, walked through some mud mud puddles once in a while. I mean, uh, the, you know, being in a divine partnership, we're still down here, and it's still treacherous down here. So, the divine can help you avoid the worst of the traps that uh, that you could fall into. But uh, don't you know? At the same time, that doesn't necessarily mean there's an idyllic life. We all have karma. We all have our histories that we have to deal with that comes back around. But being able to reach out and, and ask Creator and the Divine for assistance really does plow the road. It really makes things a lot easier down here. There's no doubt about it. Well, and some of the things that happen really are true miracles, and people are just knocked on their their heels because this is. It, it is just a wonder, wonderful thing to have the Almighty show up in your life that way. Absolutely. Be sure to check us out at GetWisdom.com. You can uh, check out our healing services as well as all the other offerings that we have. And we'll be right back right after this.
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars feature the Creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to the second segment of Get Wisdom. We are exploring how to ask the divine for signs and how to reach out and get a, you know, a miracle in return, basically, you know, because that's one thing we're all interested in. Mm-hmm. You ask, Creator, what is the true origin of the spirit-like image captured by a motion-sensitive hunting tree camera the owner feels was an angel? Okay, so this I wanted to include because I get this sort of question all the time from listeners and viewers of our webinars that they run across something on the internet and there's a YouTube video of something and and they want to know, was this really true? Was it really so? And there is a lot of phony stuff out there. So some of it is very obvious and very crude. Some of it is very artfully crafted. And so you you can't just accept anything at face value, but don't throw the baby out with the bath. <laughs> That's what I would say to you. So this is what Creator says about this particular picture that the this person was purporting to represent an angel. This was an artifact created artificially for the purpose of misleading viewers and is not authentic. Keep in mind that a divine intervention cannot be offered unless it is invited. A performance for an absent audience would be ill-advised in keeping with our rules to engage only the believers who are in alignment and to not offer proof of the divine to the non-believer. Most such photos, when they occur, are earthbound spirits, not angelic beings. So that is the most common reason for such displays. You know, I think I'd like to offer my own story of an angelic um witnessing i guess is the term i was in bed um years ago in the 80s and um i was coming awake and i was hearing the cars outside and i was hearing the, the birds chirping and so and but i was still in a dream state to some extent and all of a sudden i heard very loud brian i mean it just just 
it just it was everywhere. And I immediately leaped up, eyes wide open, looking around, and there was nobody there. And the interesting thing about the way that that Brian was intonated, it <clears throat> sounded musical. And we, everybody talks about choirs of angels, you know, or the, mm-hmm. the singing of angels. It sounded like singing. And is it proof? Well, for me personally, it was very compelling. But all you can do is take my word for it. I can't share anything beyond that experience. And that's the nature of a lot of this stuff. Yeah, and that's a very important point. And now you understand why that is so. It's not that the divine can't do any better. <laughs> it's that right. this, this is what they do. These are small miracles. They're personal. They're personal to you. And it won't be so amazing and overwhelming that you can convince the whole world that something Definitely. majestic and, and divine happened. Definitely you know, not. people, you know, most, most of the time won't buy it. You know, they'll just yep. think you're running away with yourself. You know, you're imagining things. You were still in a dream state, you know, in your case, you know, your story. So, uh, but if it happens to you, you will know. Oh, yes, very much so. And it only happened once, you know, and never happened prior to that. It hasn't happened since. I'd love to happen again, but, you know, it was powerful enough that it left a mark <laughs> and a good one. Yeah. Carl, you asked, creator, are the orbs seen in photos, which are not artifacts, actually angels, human lost soul spirits, dark spirit meddlers, or some combination of these? Okay, we're talking about these little bubbles of light you'll see in photos oftentimes. If you notice, a lot of people don't even notice that they're there, but they'll show up. And this is what creator says. They are often dark spirits, but they can be angelic as well. This is because the angelics are often in close proximity to their humans as guardians and must maintain a suitable energy for the role. And this brings them more into the range of the humans themselves than the light being realm. In this way, they are not so different from the spirit meddlers who enjoy similar energies although of a lesser degree with respect to intensity, but not necessarily of vibration. So there there can be quite a lot of confusion about origin of such images, and it is not easy to assign the interpretation to one or the other. Human spirits will more likely have a more human appearance because when they become visible either to the eye or especially in photographs, It will be because they are projecting an image of themselves via their thoughts, their consciousness, that in many ways resembles their form while they were in the living, and so will look quite human-like. The angelics are light beings and are pure energy, and only manifest a form like a physical body when there is a need to be understood on the part of an observer. So in that case, the angelics will put on a show and will appear as human-like. So the meaning of their appearance will be accepted and understood without great fear in most cases. This will always be for special circumstances that may include the answer to a passionate request to have an angel visitation and as a reward for steadfast faith and devotion to a divine path. Carl, you asked creator, My client was talking with her mother in the light, missing her and longing to feel a connection. And then one minute later, a special song of theirs, In My Mother's Eyes, came on the radio. Was this a sign from her or from you 
that she was hearing Cheryl and wanted to answer. Many people have had experience of hearing songs with special meaning on the radio like this in juxtaposition to their thoughts. How can this be orchestrated to happen by the divine realm? This is a really interesting question. (laughs) Well, a lot of people have had this experience. You know, they're riding along in the car and suddenly a song comes on that just has so much meaning for them. Indeed. Yes. All right. So here's what Creator says. This was indeed a sign and an answer to a prayer. She's prayed before many times to feel her mother near her, to have a sign her mother hears her still and is out there and knowing she is alive and wanting her mother to be safe and happy. This was an answering that all is well, that the mother lives and sees the daughter and loves the daughter still and wants her to know she is well, she is happy, and she still loves and honors the daughter and the loving relationship they shared while the mother was here in life. It was a divinely orchestrated event from first to last. When people reach out to the divine realm asking for signs in some way or another, directly or indirectly, the divine realm at its discretion can use the juxtaposition of media to send a sign in the form of a song just coming through the airwaves as a moment of synchronicity that has great meaning in the context of the person's thoughts and yearnings. This seems wildly improbable considering that radio programs, for example, as well as television, are highly programmed and scheduled meticulously in advance and playlists put together for many reasons. And to have a sudden juxtaposition of something would surely seem to be a random occurrence and could not possibly happen through divine intervention because it would be too difficult to arrange. In actuality, arranging such a thing is not hard at all for the divine realm. And the reason is they can influence things across time domains. So in the case of your client who heard her mother's special song through her radio, Shortly after thinking of the mother, the divine realm observed this moment of opportunity when she was talking to the mother in her mind and thoughts and yearnings and closeness once again. And the divine realm simply went back in time and influenced the programmers to sequence the playlist for the radio program the client would be listening to, to have this special song included at just the right time to play in close proximity to when the thoughts would be occurring. In this way, the two converged. The client thinking about her mother and yearning a closeness, and then the playlist coming up with her favorite song with such special meaning that they shared together in life when her mother was in life in the physical. And this seeming coincidence thus became a seeming miracle. This, of course, is the case. In terms of the fact, it is not something that can happen through conventional means. And therefore, by definition, is supernatural and qualifies as being miraculous. But this is typically how such things are done over and over again for many, many people. And this is the way many synchronicities take place when people find themselves in particular locations or meet a particular person. It is arranged to happen when they will be thinking a particular thought or have a particular need in mind and then may also be signaled from within 
by the higher self or by another being in the divine realm to be sure they take notice. This is never to control them, but only give offerings that will be noticed or not, appreciated or not, as the person chooses. But at least the divine can bring about the juxtaposition and then let nature take its course. It is truly a blessing each and every time it happens because it is proof of the reality of the divine at work and always an answer to a prayer in some way. I absolutely love this line. And the divine realm simply went back in time and influenced the programmers to sequence. Uh, it's easy for the divine. Uh, you know, the, the notion that they could go back in time and arrange such a thing, you know, seems fantastic. And it is fantastic, actually. But yeah. the word simply, I just I just love that. <laughs> well, we've worked out this lightworker healing protocol that is now replete with complex divine healing strategies that we have learned about through asking them relentlessly, how do they go about healing people? Right. And we have some very, very powerful quantum healing and soul matrix healing work. And that's precisely what the divine realm does in those processes. Yes. They go across timelines into other lifetimes and undo the damages of the influencers on the client to cause discord and disarray and karmic hurts that project into the future, loop back into the past, and cause problems in the current life. So they do, they do this routinely yes. in service to people. And it's something that is quite awesome. It's far beyond our ability to understand, but it, it's, it's something that's magnificent. Indeed it is. You asked creator, my client had a long conversation with their deceased uncle in the light, who was from Manitoba, Canada, while on her way by herself to see a movie. She arrived and found an empty seat, and on the empty seat next to her, there was a cap with the embroidered words, Manitoba, Canada. That's a long way from this theater in a suburb of Chicago. Was this just an unlikely coincidence, or is there more to the story? This is what Creator tells us. This, as she felt quite strongly at the time, and as you felt intuitively, was not a coincidence. However unlikely, it was in fact an answer to her prayers. As you discussed with her the week before, in recommending she ask for signs that she is being heard by the divine realm and that her loved ones can see her and are connected to her still. This was a true aport that placed the physical cap that was very much real on the seat next to her in the movie theater and was done through a sequence of dematerialization and rematerialization in a new location to, in effect, deliver it to her. This was a gift from the subject of her conversation. The loving being in the light, wishing her well and wanting her to know he appreciated her thinking about him and very much wants her to be happy and is sending his love, with the cap appearing as physical proof of this, as the best signal he could arrange under the circumstances of being no longer among the living. That's an amazing story. And, uh, you know, to think that something like that could happen, I mean, 
there's nobody there to witness it, right? I mean, it, the pet materialized and there wasn't a crowd of people around to go, ooh, ah, but it was had meaning for her. And to think that our entire lives could be lived with these like little miracles happening all the time, every day, really with everybody involved, but yet not recognizing it, it's, it's, it's a big thing to take in. Yes, yes, it, it certainly is. But this is a good example of the kind of sign from heaven that is very common. People have talked for years about finding coins everywhere, kind of unexpectedly, or maybe arranged even in a geometrical pattern. Right. And this sort of thing is often a divine message. I I can talk for hours about this because I've had so many things that I have witnessed because I went looking. I went and asked. You know, I I needed it because I was doubting and I needed to build my faith. Yes. And so I asked for things to happen and to be shown things like that. And it happened again and again and again and again and again. And I dumped the ante. You know, well, I want to see it this time, this way or that way. And they would come through. And they would surprise me with things that were just quite unexpected, but quite magnificent. Yeah. For me, I always was marveling at how I have a huge collection of books, thousands, that I've read for decades. And I was always amazed how I finish one book and then I maybe feel moved to go to a bookstore. And I just kind of wander in with no expectation, no no agenda per se. And I just kind of wander the aisles. And then I'd see a title that would kind of, you know, get my attention. And I'd pull it down, I'd look it over, and I, I would really make a decision pretty quick whether I was going to buy it or not. It's almost like I knew right away whether I was going to get it or not. And then once I, you know, I'd go buy it and take it home and start reading it. And lo and behold, it would be like a continuation of whatever I was exploring at that time. And this happened so much and so repeatedly that there was no way this could be coincidence. This had to be a partnership yeah. in action. Yep, yep. Asked and answered. So this this is what's possible. And it's a great way to build your faith and to cultivate that relationship for a rainy day. So do it when you're fit and hearty and doing okay. And this will build your confidence and give you some divine love in your life. It's, it's just like nothing else. Yeah, the idea that you can get to a, a state of mind where you actually feel that you're in partnership, that you can count on that partnership to come through for you. And and I expect that if I want to know something, that I can walk into a bookstore and I'll find what I'm looking for. You know, and that, that comes from experience. It comes from cultivation. But boy, to, to have that confidence really adds an element to life that is quite profound. Yes. Well, I, I've got many book stories, um, I can tell you. I Amazing book stories, you know, million to one book stories yes, yes. kind of thing. Yeah. And there's no way that coincidence can account for it. You know, yeah. one episode, maybe two. Yeah. But then the probability has become astronomical after that. And, you know, the atheists always say, oh, it's coincidence, coincidence, coincidence. Well, okay, one episode's coincidence, two episodes coincidence, 300 episodes is not coincidence. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, the divine is unlimited power. Indeed it does. And uh, we're talking about the unlimited power in terms of light work healing protocol. Please check it out. You can download our ebook on it at getwisdom.com slash LHP. And also get our prayer book, getwisdom.com slash prayer. And we'll be right back right after this.
think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars feature the Creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back for the final segment. We are talking about asking for and getting signs from the divine, something to help people cultivate their faith. This is a very practical approach. Absolutely. It's something anybody can work at. And it's within everyone's reach, potentially, because it's not something that you're going against the grain or fighting against the improbable or impossible. You have a relationship with the Almighty, whether you know it or not. You go back a long way together. You're great friends. And as humans, we're blocked from that awareness. Yes. So it seems very, very odd, all this talk about the Almighty and, and this, you know, we're talking about this partnership and so on. It seems like, you know, wildly presumptuous and an exaggeration of possibility. And, but it's not at all. No. The scriptures say that, you know, my father's house is within. That's what it means. And I think the... the- parable of the prodigal son in the in the bible is is one of the most important stories in the bible that the the creator is going to welcome you back no matter what and that that relationship is permanent and not severable no matter what you do and no matter how far we fall yep and i see this all the time when i work with people some of whom are mass killers and and so on and and the divine always welcomes them and seeks to bring healing for them yes doesn't mean they're off the hook but Creator is always there to help us get back in alignment and help us overcome our difficulties if we reach out. And that's the, that's yes. the message here. Carl, you asked Creator, a student asks, about a week and a half ago, I was lying in my bed at around 10 p.m. at night waiting for my daughter to come in to watch a movie with me. All of a sudden, I hear my cat, at least I thought it was her, scratching with force on the door of my closet from the inside trying to open it and get out. I was very surprised that she didn't come to the room and couldn't enter the closet to begin with. Both closet doors were closed. And adding to that, while there was while this was happening, I heard my cat talking with my daughter in the next room. 
So this was enough to make me jump out of bed, open the closet door, and let in the newcomer, quote-unquote, but there was no one inside the closet. Was it the spirit of my lost cat who disappeared six years ago, or was it spirit mischief? All right, and this is what Creator tells us. This was your lost cat returning to visit and to make its presence known. This was arranged by the divine realm in answer to a prayer to have a stronger connection to the divine and more awareness of its presence. Your cat wanted to participate in such an enterprise and volunteered to come with this message to get with your to get your attention and cause you to remember it and think about the strangeness of the circumstances and put two and two together in order to serve as a messenger from the light that the divine is real, that your cat is still connected and bonded to you and looking out for your welfare and wanting to serve and that your desire for closeness with the divine is all important and deserving of a reward. We've had episodes, many webinars talking about how special companion animals are and uh, this is a perfect example of that. Yeah, yep. Well, people's uh, human companions are special, too. I love this next one. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You asked creator, my client described returning to the hospital to sit with the body of her deceased husband and talk with him. She described seeing his open eyes change from green to blue, which he said he could do while he was alive. Was that her imagination or something that was arranged from the beyond? Yeah, this is pretty, pretty unusual. Her husband passed away in intensive care, and she left the hospital to go home. And a couple blocks from the hospital, she decided she needed to go back and be with him. Mm -hmm. She didn't really understand why, but she just felt like she needed to go and be with him. Mm -hmm. And she turned around and went back, and they put her in a room with the body so she could spend some time. Sure. All right, so this is what Creator says about this. This was not her imagination. This was a divine gift to her and a recognition of her great love and devotion and a parting gesture to signal her that the bonds of love persist and the relationship persists as well. That he is indeed alive and well and can see her and loves her still. This was a perfect message for her because it was something unique to him that would have an unmistakable meaning and is an example of what the divine realm can do to create a miracle for someone who is open to the possibility and in need of the witnessing. Your client is deeply, deeply loved and cherished and her husband wants her to know that her happiness is the most important thing to him and that he will be helping her with her life and wants her to go on and flourish in all she is doing. This is indeed a a true gift because, you know, what can be more important than assisting someone in feeling that there is a future and that life goes on beyond death and that there will be a a reunion someday? That is one of the most important themes we see in a lot of this. Well, you know, grief is very hard to deal with, and, and people are in all kinds of circumstances. And this this poor gal was in a tough situation with her husband. She had a premonition he was going to die on mm. this particular day. Wow. And she kept she told the people, 
you've got to keep an eye on him. You've got to keep an eye on him. He's going to go down. And no one would listen to her. Mm. And he just kind of crashed. And uh, they couldn't save him. And it, it, it was just doubly tragic then because she felt guilt. Sure. She felt responsible. She, she, yeah. She wasn't effective right. in helping him when he needed her most. So he came back from the dead to show his love for her in spite mm-hmm. of what happened. So that that's the way the divine brings healing for us, or can. Indeed. Carl, you ask, creator, a practitioner of the Lightworker Healing Protocol <clears throat> had a strange occurrence after performing a protocol session for a woman. Can you help us understand his strange early morning phone calls from the woman, projecting nature sounds, although she never called him? but was dreaming of that hour of talking to him amidst lush vegetation with sounds of flowing water and bird singing as he heard come from the phone. Were these events connected, and why did all record of the phone calls disappear from his cell phone? This is pretty incredible. Okay, yeah, so if, if you get this, the woman was dreaming about being in this lush nature setting. The guy gets a phone call with lush nature sounds on it, And suddenly, you know, then it disappears. But she never spoke to him during the call. Right. But they kind of knew this was something bizarre. Right. And it was, you know, this, again, a synchronicity. Was it just a coincidence? All right. This is what Creator said. This was a divine intervention to create a kind of validation that the work you do is real and has meaning and it has a divine connection and component that brings about remarkable change. This was a demonstration through the spirit team in making this communication happen to validate for her that something unusual did in fact take place. She has felt things happening within her following her protocol session, but some are unsettling and this has raised some questions in her mind. You have seen this on occasion where a person is in some respects perturbed somewhat as it stirs things up for some who are highly sensitive energetically in the same way as has been described as the release of negativity through a kind of detoxing following a healing intervention. In the same way as negativity accumulates, as the poisons are eliminated, they may be sensed on their way out. And this can be confused as something not being accepted or tolerated or even representing a negative rather than a positive intervention. Nothing could be further than the truth, as the healing has been quite helpful in eliminating some serious issues of a long-term nature. The local perturbation causing some disquiet is a minor price to pay for significant gains. This was an added blessing from the divine realm to create a small miracle to validate the interplay and the involvement of the divine realm as an important part of what was taking place. The reason the calls disappeared from the record was in order to preserve the action of the divine realm in in being not provable. This, in a sense, is a test of faith, but a small matter because those who witnessed what happened know the truth of things. But it shields the story from scrutiny and perturbing skeptics who must be allowed to have their non-belief because of their free will. And this cannot be violated by divine realm. So this will happen on occasion 
that a miracle will occur to create an experiencing of something, but it is something that is transient and then cannot be demonstrated as constituting proof the miracle happened as described. This can be frustrating for the believer who yearns for something special to to possess, but that too is a kind of trap from ego gratification that cannot be rewarded. There must be a good reason and a high purpose always for a miracle display of some kind. And it is almost always quite local with respect to the audience. It is not that the people are not trusted. It is that the wider array of people are not open or deserving of witnessing something special. They are simply not ready, and so it cannot be sent their way. Getting ready is what we're advocating here. Carl, you ask creator, in what ways can people build their faith in addition to asking for signs? And creator says there are many ways. For one thing, time spent thinking about a partnership with the divine and pondering the ways this can be practiced, considering the meaning of their actions on a broader scale, and whether they are truly love-based or self-serving in too great a fashion. The promotion of a divine partnership means exactly that. When you are partners, you share in everything. You share in the work, you share in what is being invested, you share in the gains and benefits, and you share in the struggles and the troubled times, and the need to overcome setbacks and roadblocks to progress, to grow new talents and skills and build the muscles needed to stay strong and persevere until success is at hand. This is the greatest deficiency in the way most people practice their faith. For them, it is simply an hour of observance done once a week, or maybe more infrequently than that, when their attendance at a religious observance is more a feeling of obligation to go and worship at the shrine, so to speak to give thanks, but also pay one's respects and dues, to acknowledge the Almighty out of a sense of obligation, thinking God demands this and wants to be worshiped and may become disappointed and angry and even seek vengeance if worship is neglected and inadequate. Nothing could be further from the truth of things. While we want everyone to stay in touch with us and to be interconnected with us, it is not to exalt us, but to be open to sharing your experience in partnership with an awareness of our presence, which is universal and very, very real. We know everything about you and everything you do. You know very little about us and do not appreciate our existence much of the time. This is a quite unbalanced and unhealthy relationship at a minimum. To have a greater balance will lead to many, many benefits and a quite meaningful and perceptible shift in energy that will cause one's life to go in a much better and happier direction. When you choose to go it alone, you give up your privileges to receive divine assistance. It's that simple. We stand ready to serve all, but first and foremost, a partnership requires participation and involvement. Without that, it is a partnership in name only, and little can happen. You know, in the uh, last week's show, um, I think we took creator mentioned during a channeling about people marking time, you know, just waiting until we're out of here and, and not, not really doing anything of, of, of value, either for themselves, the world, or for the divine. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're saying, no, there's, there's more to being down here than just marking time. And this is, this is what you need to do. You need to ask, cultivate a partnership, reach out, and you can expect miracles in return. Absolutely. And you can have big things, not just little things. 
It depends on what's your level of need and what is the earnestness, the sincerity, the power of the intention you bring to the outreach in requesting something. This is what we mean by having something to practice because practice makes perfect. You know, you build your muscles through repetition, taking on the challenge again and again, and you grow as a consequence. Indeed, we're out of time, Carl. Be sure to join us next week for some more Get Wisdom. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening today. Please tune in next Friday for another edition of Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They'll be here at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We wish you a beautiful week.